Welcome to the Created for This Birth podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Lewis. I'm a holistic mama to a four-year-old, currently pregnant with my second, a childbirth educator, and lover of all things pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. I'm here to equip you to birth without second-guessing your choices, empower you to trust your God-given abilities, and encourage you to choose faith and strength over fear and coercion. Each episode, I'll cover different topics, interview professionals, and more. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're ready for a class, check out createdforthisbirth.com. Now let's dive in. Okay, on this episode, I'm going to be sharing about 10 things that I've kind of made a list of, of things that I've been doing to prepare for maternity leave, another baby, postpartum, um, really not necessarily like adjusting my son to another baby in the house, but just things that I'm personally doing and focusing on that I thought might be helpful to share with you. Um, We are mm, roughly six weeks or so from our estimated expected arrival of this second baby. Um, I'm starting to kind of shift my mind a little bit, you know, away from business. It's been a little challenging um, I'm glad that my business is in birth because at least I'm kind of staying surrounded by it, but I don't really feel like aside from washing things and kind of rearranging and starting to do little things like that, I haven't really started mentally preparing myself. Um, so I'm just going to share about 10 things that I've been doing. And this is kind of also to help me realize like, okay, I've been doing things I'm making progress, even though it feels like I'm not preparing for my baby at all. I am still doing things that are very, very beneficial um, to help me get ready for another baby. So um, the first thing that I did was I made a to-do list starting about three months before baby comes. So things like packing a go bag in case we do have a hospital transfer since I'm having a home birth, um, buying remaining items we need. After we had a little sprinkle, um, like bassinet sheets, diapers, making sure I have all I need for postpartum recovery, things like that, Um, making a Labor Day list of things that need to happen when I'm in labor and who's going to do what during that time, Um, making padsicles, washing towels and sheets, making a snack idea list, Um, just things to kind of keep me more organized. And then secondly, um, just starting to refresh my memory about birth and pain coping and things like that and um, creating my course, my little mini course that I just released um, really helped me to kind of focus in on that because I share things like that in the course. Um, But I also have been reading through books that I read with my first like Ina Mae Gaskin's Guide to Childbirth. Uh, another book that I read was Babies Aren't Pizzas. That was last year. Just um, different things on the topic of home birth or natural birth and uh, really refreshing my memory. Number three, I'm setting a business deadline to turn off my brain from working so that I can focus more on my own baby, which I touched on. I haven't set an exact date yet, but now that my course has been launched, I worked, you know, I got to do a couple things to kind of close out the year and kick off the new year. And then I'm going to really try, you know, in the next week or so to really unplug and start focusing on me and my baby. 
Uh, number four, I'm creating a meal plan list and making freezer meals. So I haven't started that yet. I have started my meal plan list, but I'm just focusing on nourishing soups and warm meals. I um, talked about postpartum recovery and things like eating warm meals in another episode on my podcast. So if you'd like more ideas and things on that, go listen to that episode. Number five, buying snacks to keep stocked for labor and postpartum. So things like, I don't know, jerky or beef sticks and bars and applesauce and just little nourishing things that I can eat quickly while I'm in labor. And then also, um, really focusing on snacks that are going to keep me fueled postpartum with breastfeeding and things like that. Number six, doing the expected things like washing baby items, setting up the bassinet. Um, We are not doing a crib this time around. We're not doing a nursery or a room. Um, Our plan is to do the bassinet. Hopefully this baby will take to it. Cade did not, our firstborn. And we started um, bed sharing with him, which was not in our plans at all. And so, um, we're doing a bassinet with this one and then we'll do the mini pack and play. And then hopefully by that time, this baby number two can sleep with our baby number one and we will, um, have a little bit more time in our bed alone. Our firstborn has done really great at sleeping in our room on his own mattress and, if he needs us, he wakes up and comes and gets in, gets in bed with us, and that's been great. But we will have to adjust that slightly, maybe, uh, once this baby is here. So just kind of making a plan for what our space will look like, where things will go, um, making sure that the little clothes are washed and everything is stocked and kind of ready. And number seven, reading a home birth book with my son and watching birth videos. So that has been big for me. I found a book um, that talks about home birth and it has a birth tub in it. And so it's been a good way to expose him and help him understand what to expect, what the process of birth is like in a very um, understandable way for a four-year-old. And he's loving that book. He loves to label, they have a little diagram. He loves to label the placenta and the amniotic sac and there's the baby and the uterus and things like that. And um, then of course, watching birth videos. So when I find them, I share them with him so that he's exposed to just the atmosphere, the sounds, the experience. Uh, I really want him to understand that it's not scary. It's nothing to be afraid of. It's normal. These are the things that happen, you know, X, Y, Z, baby crowns, the baby's born, and then the placenta's born, and uh, really just helping him get a good, solid foundation that it's natural, and it's beautiful, and it's wonderful, and um, just developing that appreciation within him. So that way, if, you know, I'm hoping that he will be present, but we will just kind of have to see how things go, what time of day it is, all those things. And number eight, asking all the questions to my midwife as they come up. Uh, One of the things that I really love about birthing with a midwife and a midwifery team is how personal it is. So I can literally send in any question or thought or 
hey, is this normal? Or hey, can I take this? Or hey, what's the thoughts on that? Um, Or even just an update like, hey, I'm having a little bit of pressure today or this hurts. What can I take? (laughs) Um, Being able to send a message and get a response within a couple of hours is amazing. Um, You know, midwives really, not that OBs don't, but they're very invested in the personal experience. They spend more time with you at your appointments. They really want to get to know you and support you. And I have just truly appreciated that so much. So I am continuing to ask questions. Even as a childbirth educator, I am still having questions that I'm sending into my midwife and, you know, just things that I want to be sure of or keep her posted on. And um, while I do know a lot about birth, she has attended many, many more than I have and has helped many mothers through their pregnancy. And so I appreciate being able to um, bounce things off of her and whatnot to also further my own knowledge too. And number nine, I've been doing physical therapy, pelvic floor therapy, and with that comes stretches. Um, every morning and night, there's stretches that I'm doing in bed throughout the day. If I feel uncomfortable or pain in a certain way, I've also incorporated spinning babies. Um, just making sure that I'm really prepping my body, especially because I've not been working out like I hoped. I've been super duper active, but um, working out has just not been a priority. I've been prioritizing sleep in the mornings instead of getting up early and getting in a workout. So going to physical therapy appointments, making sure that my pelvic floor is going to be ready and healthy and optimal, um, staying on top of those. It can be challenging sometimes, even though it's just, you know, a couple seconds here and there. But I've really appreciate the work and see the importance of doing therapy in that way during pregnancy, which I did not have with my firstborn. Um, And then number 10, monthly massages and almost weekly chiropractic adjustments just to make sure you know, I'm getting a little bit of me time and everything is um, in alignment and operating the way that it should be. And it's really helped like with SI joint pain and just the discomfort of my hips widening and back pain of having a heavier belly hanging on the front and things like that. So I really would love um, just to encourage you if you've not considered chiropractic in pregnancy and even in postpartum. Um, It's super beneficial postpartum as well, especially for baby because, you know, you guys have gone through a birth trauma, essentially. Your body's all tensed and tight and just working out those things is really great. Um, Look up someone that is Webster certified if you are in pregnancy and want to seek out a chiropractor. That way you know that they've gone through extra training and they have that extra certification. So anyway, those are my 10 things that I've been working on and trying to focus on as I head into um, almost baby season, almost baby month. So we are getting closer and closer. I hope that helps. Um, Yeah, those are just the things I'm doing, just some of them. There's probably many, many more that I forgot, but I hope that helps equip, empower, and encourage you, and I am praying for you and your upcoming birth. If you've already had your baby, then I'm praying for you as you continue into this postpartum period. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and if you're looking for more support, 
Be sure to check out the resources that I offer at createdforthisbirth.com. I host webinars and workshops. I have free downloads for you, and I'm here to support you the best that I can. And if you're ready, I do offer online live courses from time to time. So be sure to check that out at createdforthisbirth.com. Thank you.